feel like things are getting used to. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan, with me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the recording. Hey, guys. <laughs> this recording has uh, took us this a little... This recording has started. The recording has started. We had to tweak a little, a few pivot. things here and there. Yeah, we had to pivot a bit. Um, we usually use Zoom for our recording purposes, but that has just pulled the rug out from under us, and I'm sure a lot of other people who use that for several different things, basically reducing the recording limit to own to 40 minutes. And as you know, we require longer time than that. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, I don't know if that's a comment you want from... want us to go back to Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Please donate, donate from the link below. Right, right. That, or it's like, maybe that's a comment on... I think if you Jitsi will work fine. I've heard it's pretty good. So. Great, great. Thanks, Jitsi, for not being a JIT. Thanks for being open source. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, how have you been, man? Not bad. You know, it's not been... Not bad at all. It's been cool. We've had a lot of hangout, hangout time uh, outside of the podcast the last couple weeks. Seeing a lot of friends, going to weddings, and all sorts of fun stuff. Indeed. Yeah, I felt Indeed like it's, have. it's been some good times. I've been I've enjoyed it quite a bit. But yeah, a really it, good wedding. Yeah, yeah. It's our old buddy Stephen. So he's uh stepped into a yep. new phase of life. Yep, long deserved. Yeah, for him to find a wife. Add a boy, husband. He got one. You got one. <laughs> that sounds creepy, but yeah, like uh, seven brides for seven <laughs> brothers kind of situation. <laughs> no, it was exactly. legitimate. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm excited about this show. Right off the top, I, I gotta say that I'm excited about this show. Uh, we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange uh, this episode, and I, I gotta say, I'm I have a lot to say, and I'm. Really interested to hear what you have to say about the movie. So yeah, I'm uh, wanting. Let's just get to it, shall we? Not the not the review. We like get to the the <laughs> show in earnest. Maybe cut down the whatever a little bit. Sure. <laughs> We've been watching sure. slash playing slash listening to Lucas, Judah and the Lion. They have a new single. It's called Scream. It's good. Listen to it. Jordan, what have you been listening wow, to? Wow, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go that quick. Tell us a little bit about Judah and the Lion, Luke. No, they're just good. I mean, you know, they're a band that I listen to every once in a while. Um, but yeah, they have a new single. It's got like four four songs on it. So listen to them. They're hard to pin down. They're like a weird like <laughs> rock, but they also like have like a banjo that they do like beats with in the How background dare they? i don't know they're undefinable you know when you always when you throw the banjo into your non bluegrass or country genre yeah know, for a good time I love it yeah love it listen to scream okay right now well that's right the this single second. there's a bunch of songs oh, <laughs> oh yes all right. Well, that's all that will um, Spotify and Apple iTunes will allow for. Hopefully I imagine they allow for that much. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they allow for that much. We'll see. But um, 
nothing too new here on my end. I'm not going to lie, but I had like, I have this thing, Luke, you don't know about this. Most people don't know about this, but they're about to know about this. Every now and then I just watch Hamilton. Every yeah. now and then I just, I just watch it. I just, I, it's usually in bed. Amber's like, oh, you're going to watch it again? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'll kind of like piece it together. And like, the funny thing is, is like musically and like things with the way he wrote that thing, I just keep like getting new things from it. Like not like breadcrumbs or things for my life but like things where like whoa i didn't notice that before that's really cool or that's really smart like i noticed like this like double meaning thing he did with like uh the opening number and it's just i don't know it's it's i've talked sure you're not alone it's very celebrated i'm sure i'm not alone this is not uh unpopular opinion to think hamilton is a genius thing but yeah Yeah. it's yeah i made a lot of money on broadway dude yeah man one thing i was thinking about it'd be weird especially with this out especially with the thing on disney plus out and obviously the album and everything like that it'd be so hard and i'm sure like every like broadway person i guess or whatever has to deal with this like the whole how am i going to like the new people who step into those roles and like i'm sure i don't know how many new like how many casts they've gone through since the original cast but i can only imagine it'll be really strange to like be like okay what that person did is like become like iconic how am i gonna take it and kind of make it my own but not deviate too far mm-hmm. from what um from what obviously like the creator's intent and the person who made this intended and also what the audience come came to like embrace i was just thinking about that and how difficult that would be and i don't know i don't know it'd be a unenviable position i would say mm-hmm. anyways For hamilton sure. yay um luke what have you been watching slash playing over the last couple weeks um a few things um playing elden ring i'm not going to talk a lot about that just plugging away just keep playing it's just just a lot of exploration you know that's what that game's all about like i find myself just going out trying to keep leveling up i'm still really having trouble with like the bosses and the castles and stuff. So right. I'm just trying to like keep working on that. But like I said, I'm not going to talk a lot about that. Um, the flight attendant, I keep watching that. Um, just a good show. I just, I just would recommend it. I, I'm such a fan of HBO max, as I've said many times, I just think their content a lot of times, not all times is excellent. Um, there's definitely shows that I haven't liked as much. Euphoria for me was just, it was just way too much. <laughs> it looks like a lot. I, I, yeah, it's uh, you know, dark. Dark would be the the word I would use. Too dark. Um, sure, depressing. Uh, we started watching this show, Ghosted, a while back, and we kind of went back to it. And we've been watching like the first six episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another Adam Scott deal, and dang, dang man, oh, what's his name? Um, Robinson. These last names Robinson. I'm I'm trying to bring it up. I forgot to bring it up before I started talking about it, so I feel like a fool. Oopsies. Um, <laughs> but it is a Fox show, and it's 2017. Adam Scott and load, load, load. Um, Craig Robinson. It didn't even load. It just came to me. <laughs> um, it's like a flavor of the week. Like they're like these extraterrestrial like agent investigators something like that 
And so they like have different things that they come up against aliens, monsters, vampires, just, you know, just weird things. Um, and not extraterrestrial. Is that what I said? Like they're like this bureau that deals with the abnormal, basically oh, yeah, supernatural way to say it. Like they're like, brought into this organization uh, against their will. And it kind of says that all in the first episode. And then they become a team up, you know, buddy cop kind of deal. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's very much Chuck. It's very much how Chuck had a through line, but at the same time, it really was a flavor of the week show. Right. Where, right. You know, one episode might be better than another, but it, it was all kind of the same deal just with, a little bit of the, you know, storyline being continued by whatever the flavor of the week deal is. And I really love Adam Scott. I just, the more I watch the stuff that he's in, I just enjoy him. He's, he's a pretty good dramatic actor. As we talked about a lot on severance, like maybe not the best dramatic actor, but he's pretty darn good. And he's, I think he's a great comedic actor. I think that's more of his strength. Um, whether it's playing the straight man or, you know, he does some comedy himself. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Craig Robinson, he's also kind of got that same flavor that uh, Adam Scott has, where he's kind of the straight man, but he also like has his own comedy element. So they're a good team, I, I would say. But yeah, you know, it's a silly, fun show. Um, cool. I'm seeing 16 episodes. I, I guess it didn't come out of the second season. Trying to see how recent this is. What platform did you say that was on? 18. So we're watching it on Hulu, but it's cool, probably okay. on like the Fox app and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, it's a network show. Yeah. It looks like it only did the one season. They haven't yeah. had any more since 2018. So that's sad, but it's a good, good one off then if that's all it gets. Um, so yeah, watch that. Um, we watched this movie on Netflix called uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Yeah. The spiritual sequel to... uh... It's a Sundance winner. Um, I don't know. (laughs) This one's interesting. Uh, It's Elijah Wood would be the... Probably the only name you would really recognize. Um, It says Grand Jury Prize 2017 Sundance. (laughs) It's one of those movies that there's really not any spoilers so i feel like it's pretty fine for me to just explain like this lady they set this lady the the main protagonist um this woman up as kind of like a sensible nice human being in a world of (laughs) a-holes that's kind of the idea um and she like it kind of goes through her journey right at the beginning of the movie of just like feeling worse and worse about the world around her. And then she runs into Elijah Wood and that like feeling that she has comes out at him and she lashes out at him. And yet she's kind of surprised when he comes back, like sorry and like humble. (laughs) And she's like, I don't know, taken back by that a little bit. And then they, they kind of become friends and, you know, that evolves and they go through this little adventure together is really the main thing of the movie, but it's all right. I don't know. It's, it's one of those movies you watch and are just like, I don't know if I got anything out of that. That was fine. I watched something. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, Elijah Wood is another one of those actors where I see that he's in something and it's like, I'll definitely check it out because he's in it. He's just, he's, he's a funny mix of funny and 
a good actor and I don't know. He's he's a unique mix. He's Elijah Wood. What can I say? Um, if you know Elijah Wood, you know Elijah Wood. So that's about all I got this week. But cool. yeah, I don't know. Mediocre, <laughs> mediocre um, recommendation for the last minute. I, I hear that. <laughs> Bunch of stuff that was pretty good or okay or mm. yeah. Ghosted, ghosted. I would definitely recommend more. Okay. Than, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Far too long title. Yeah, I was about to say, is that the spiritual uh, sequel to uh, uh, to uh, what's the freaking movie? <laughs> and I reviewed the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Um, I'm yeah. thinking of ending things. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this week, uh, so last weekend, uh, before you know, actually, yeah, the same day, just earlier. In that day, I guess. No, it was... Oh, my gosh. I can't remember when I've seen anything anymore. But either way, um, I saw The Northman. Um, I went on a Friday afternoon. Just saw it by myself. Um, I loved it. Um, I It was one of those where it's like, you know, I thought, I thought it could swing either way for me. You know, I felt, I felt like this could be a movie that I was either seriously let down by or something that would really work for me. And I think it... It worked for me, I think, even more than I thought it was going to. I'm going to place a giant caveat here, though, um, as kind of like a warning, though, for this movie. Though I love this movie, it is not for everyone. Like, I'm glad I saw it alone. I'm glad Amber was not with me because it's one of the most violent movies I've ever seen. It's so, so violent. Like, it is... Not surprised to hear that. Right. I, I, it was more violent than I thought. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. It, it's not in like a real disturbing way, just in a consistent way to where it's like, like every, you know, like 15 minutes or so, you're going to see someone get wrecked in a pretty substantial kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but, but that being said, you know, it's kind of, what I wanted to see from this movie, like, you know, be, the guy who did the witch, the guy who did the lighthouse, this is a big budget, like, uh, a Viking movie. Maybe not in the way that a lot of people think it's not like this big giant battle kind of movie. It's very much focused on like this revenge story of like this, per- like almost like think the Viking punisher almost in, in a certain kind of way to where he has his methodical plan and his, how he goes about it. But, um, man, Visuals are fan freaking tastic in the movie. Like there is a part at the ending where I was just like, man, what luck that uh, this movie is a thing because it's like, it's kind of like a scary thing that it's not gonna, I don't know how much money it's going to make because the movie looks really expensive and they obviously gave this guy more money than he's ever had and kind of took a risk on this thing. And they got like big budget movie promotion. Like I see, you see a lot of promotion for the Northmen and, yeah, I don't know how many people have turned up to see it. It kind of came in the middle of like a whirlpool of all these other movies. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if uh, the box office found a place for for the Northman, but it, it's kind of a shame because this is that movie. This is like here's this art house director come into this movie to do a bit of a more straightforward plot 
honestly. It's a lot more straightforward, but like it's elevated by the fact that he just has that art house touch to it. But it's not there's not like it's not like a overly weird movie. I mean, there's moments that are weird. I think mainly because there's an element that of a there's a supernatural element that I didn't expect in the movie. It's not it's not a spoiler because it's throughout. Um because even seeing it through the trailer, I was like, ah, it's probably like a vision or or someone telling a story or something like that. But uh, no, I mean, it's uh, the North's mythology stuff is in the movie and it's kind of cool. It almost gives the movie like a like a fantasy kind of kind of feel to it, which is I appreciate. Um, But, you know, all this being said, I don't want to talk about it too much and. I think if this is something to see if you're willing to tolerate some of the more brutal moments. Um, it, and, and I think I say br- these brutal moments, they're not like torture porn kind of stuff to where it's like saw or like hostile or anything like that. It's not that kind of violence. It's just very mm-hmm. violent. It's just kind of the movie. It is. If you're willing to tolerate that sort of stuff, this is great. I, I highly recommend seeing this movie and, Alexander Skarsgård, man, that dude is buff. He is jacked in this freaking movie. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, they, made, like it. they made him look like a monster in some of these scenes <laughs> where there's like people standing next to him. And he's just like, because like in like Tarzan, for instance, he was ripped. But in this movie, he's like ripped, but also like big. It's like, good grief, this guy. I'd be so scared of this man. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, that's what they're going for. So that's good. Right, right. It's played into the plot. And that's that's just this big hulking dude. And he's awesome. He's I mean, the funny thing is with the movie, like something to keep in mind that like um, they don't do the like Assassin's Creed Valhalla version of Vikings like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is kind of like what Pirates of the Caribbean is for like pirates it's like a little bit more of a romanticized version mm-hmm. of uh of vikings of course to where it's like uh yeah you know like in the game you'd be like okay i'm raiding a village and if you like even accidentally kill like a civilian that's bad you do that again you're gonna fail the mission nope that's not that's yeah. not what vikings were and that's I not that's how it really was no and that's not how vikings are in this movie i mean especially in the first bit in the first bit you'll be like wow am i even gonna be able to follow this character because he's like they're like shown doing some pretty terrible things in like the first like 20 minutes of the movie during one scene really specifically during a raid on a village but it kind of veers away from that and kind of focuses up. And I think you're supposed to think that this man is a hero in his day, like in his time, but obviously in our modern standards, uh, he's obviously uh, not so much, but right. yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think one more thing really is I've uh, again, just trying to, ram through some of these games that I need to finish, need to play. And a couple of them, like I chose these because I'm like, these are short games. I can ram through those in like a few days, the Bayonetta games. So I've never played them before. And I figured, all right, I 
think these are games I'd like just fine, so it's time to play them. Um, I played Ban Bayonetta 1 on the PlayStation because um, it was like super cheap, which it would never have been this cheap on the Switch, but the um, yeah, it was super cheap on sale. I got it for like under ten dollars um and it's good um it's uh it's kind of like this just goofy fantasy beat-em-up i mean it's a game not to take too seriously just kind of embrace how ridiculous it is and just beat up a lot of monsters and it kind of it's an it is what it is kind of thing um it's what i do like about it opposed to something like devil may cry well devil may cry like feels the need to like pad the game with like these puzzle areas where it's like okay well where you got this item now you got to go somewhere else to put that item you know no one ever like talks about devil may cry and like brings up those portions of the games is like oh i really love that no it's just the, it's the beat em up portions it's the slashing monsters and uh, the thing I do like about Bayonetta, it's pretty much all that, which is great. Um, every now and then there's a weird thing where it's like, oh, you got to figure that. But it's very few and far between, which brings me to Bay Bayonetta 2, which on the Switch, it's the only way to play that on a Nintendo platform now, which is strange. It's <laughs> Of all the characters that would become like a exclusive Nintendo thing, Bayonetta is not the... <laughs> Is not the one that I thought would uh, it would have happened for, because uh, the, these are uh, M these are M rated games with uh, cursing and uh, <laughs> like uh, sexual stuff. It's all like humorous. It's not Bayonetta Two is exclusive to Switch. Yeah, Bayonetta Two is exclusive to Switch. Um, well, it was originally on the Wii U, exclusive to the Wii U. Then it was ported to the Switch. And there's, yeah, and, and so will Bayonetta 3, when it comes out later this year, be exclusive to the Switch. It's a strange thing. But, uh, yeah, I knocked out those games, and there were a lot of fun. The, so the second one is far superior to the first one, by the way. It's just, it fully embraces what it is. It's more ridiculous, more action. The action feels more polished. The story feels more focused, and just kind of like, here's the straightest path to have these ridiculous moments where you're, you know, riding on a missile, flying, you know, through the air, beating up angels and demons, and just shooting them with your feet, feet guns or whatever. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't really, I don't think, seen or watched too much other stuff. At least nothing that like I've watched enough to. Luke, I I think we forgot about something. Hmm. Did did you finish Moon Knight? No. Oh, okay. So, so we didn't finish, but we can talk about it later. And I'll, I'll, I'll give my full thoughts on Moon Knight. We can talk about it later. Maybe one, one Marvel thing is enough for uh, this episode. <laughs> you think? We went to Disney on Sunday, and then Bethany went to Disney today. And goodness, <clears throat> so we've been busy. No kidding. Um. Well, cool. Let's. Uh. What do you say we jump into this? Uh. This review spectacular of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Do it. So, Luke, you 
you were we were at the wedding and you were we didn't really spoil our thoughts on the movie we were, we were being very careful annoyingly of course we want to talk about it but like you did discuss a little bit about your theater going experience <laughs> yeah it's so stupid just more stupid people being stupid it's like um like, there was just like a group of kids down there with their phones and during some of the like biggest stuff and like three quarters of the way through the movie they have their phone up like up in the air above their head because you know when you're sitting close to the screen like they were like obviously you have to like lean back so i get that but it what what's crazy to me is that you know you have i don't know what <laughs> an incredibly entertaining movie i don't know i was about to put it on some level but whatever it's very entertaining like no matter who you are like it's entertaining i mean i think everyone can agree on that level even if you didn't enjoy it it's it's still something to watch. Like, it's like <laughs> crazy, all the stuff that's happening. Um, and I feel like this generation is at a point where they literally can't hold an attention span. Like, it's the TikTok generation, you know? Right. It's, it's what, you know, so many of these apps have been, these 15-second videos to catch your attention. Um, I don't know. I just, a lot of that stuff was going through my head when I'm seeing that. I'm like, you are not entertained by this, like, huge pivotal moment in the movie enough to watch it you have to scroll through the pictures on your phone i never get that that's something that's happened at a different movie why are you looking through the pictures on your camera roll you I took the know. pictures right <laughs> like like you you need to refresh yourself of what you were doing like earlier this week yeah. or something like it's just the same awesome. thing like i understand like instagram it's like oh cool what are my friends doing what are you know, celebrities doing whatever. Yeah. But the camera roll, it's just, anyways, I'm starting to rant. I'm frustrated. I'm always frustrated when that kind of stuff happens. Talking is bad enough. A phone on full brightness held above your head where everyone in the entire theater can see it at the bottom of the movie screen is just unacceptable. You should have a dart with some kind of sedative shot into your <laughs> neck to make you go to sleep. Right. You know, nonviolent. Just you need to take a nap. You just give a your out. <laughs> you give your dog a collar that's yeah. like infused yeah. with like lavender. Uh, lavender. Maybe yeah. <laughs> certain people should have to wear one of those going to the theater to chill them out. <laughs> there should be guys, you know, the lavender police or something. <laughs> lavender police and are like, you have to have ten minutes of this. All right. Nope. It's the lavender <laughs> collar for you, young man. Lavender collar. <laughs> it's like sometimes what bothers me, it's like not even like talking or being on your phone. There's people who just can't sit still. It's crazy how it's yeah. like, I feel so old. That's exactly what was going on. It's exactly. like, can you just sit still? There's these people with like yeah. these jackets on, you know, like really noisy jackets. It's like, <laughs> and I just see them and hear them. And like, like just 80s, like sweatsuit. Right. <laughs> outfit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they like lean over really quickly yeah. and like sporadically to like whisper to the other. <laughs> and it, it's it's wild. I don't I don't understand. I'm getting old, or people. Are I don't understand crazier. why they sell know. noisy foods at right at theaters either, like Doritos or something. Like that's too loud. The bag is too loud. The chips are too loud. The eating of it's too loud. Here's something it's, I don't get, Luke. Get rid of crunchy chips. Okay, when you pop a bag of popcorn in the microwave. And, and you have the bag and you like before you open it to pour it out, it is appropriate 
that you shake the popcorn bag because some a lot of them get stuck to the sides of the bag that you cooked the popcorn right in. It is in no way necessary no. if you have no. a popcorn bucket to shake it all over the place. Are you doing that? Yes, I How hear people everywhere too? so often. I hear them from 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 with their big popcorn bucket shaking it. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't have <laughs> I to feel shake. So bad for the theater workers. Like, popcorn <laughs> is a nightmare to uh -huh. clean up. I'm sure it gets smashed by people sitting on the kernels and jammed into the back of the seat. Uh. Oh. Anyways, yeah. one more divert <laughs> one more diversion before we get into yeah. uh the movie. Uh what'd you think of the Avatar trailer? You know, I'm as it's been well documented, I'm not really a fan of Avatar, so that trailer certainly did not change my opinion at all. Um I thought it was interesting that there was no live action people shown right, throughout right. the trailer. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um I wonder if that means maybe at the beginning they're going to like explain away like, yep, they're all locked in this room in their suits and you know, <laughs> can't get out or I don't know. It's just strange. It, it played such a large part in the first movie. And I guess they think that the Navi and their world is the draw to Avatar alone. <laughs> right. But uh, it's just interesting to have all these big name actors and not have their real faces at any point. I, I'm interested to know what what how that element is going to go. Um, I don't know. This this trailer was bland for me. It was generic. It was oh, there's another Avatar movie. This is exactly what I kind of expected from it. And especially someone who's not a fan of Avatar, it's like okay, yeah. Eh. It, it seemed like almost there. It's a teaser, very much so. Which. But it also seems like here, check out, you know, how our technology has improved. Yeah, and, it seemed uh, like a sampling of the world of right. the movie almost. Like, here's all these little cut pieces. Right. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I know, like, it's funny. I heard my, there's complete silence in my theater that I did not hear any, like, rumblings of excitement or anything like that. Yeah. But, you know, I did get a long time. It has been a long time, man. Um, but I did have a feeling that I didn't really expect. You know, I, I gotta admit, when that music kicked in, it was weird because I like I was like, am I nostalgic for Avatar? I don't know if it's the fact that they like back to Disney as well. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's what it is. But either way, yeah, I'm interested to see what this is. It looks amazing as far as like the visuals. It's the story that that's what matters. How's the story gonna be? You know, like for me, um. Like the first one's visuals were just insane at the time and the story was serviceable for me. And uh, the main thing, though, about that first one, I think that hooked a lot of people. And I don't think the movie would have been a success if it wasn't for this. I mean, obviously the tech, but also the fact that the one thing the movie did well was world building. And that's regardless of like how well the story went and the characters, the world building's really good. And so what's going to be the thing for the second movie now that you've established the world, what's going to be the thing? And I have a feeling it might be like an adventure. Like yeah. we're going, we it's like a race to the finish. These people are trying to get to this thing, but we're trying to get to this thing. Let's go and let's try to go on a journey. And I think it's going to be a journey movie, but we'll see. We'll see how they pull it off. But it's crazy that it's here. It's freaking here. So I'll give it to you, James Cameron. I'll be there in the, you know, biggest theater in town. I'll put on the glasses and let's go.
I'll give it to you, really? buddy. You think there's going to be glasses? Oh, 100%. 100% there's going to be glasses. If you if you go to a 3D awful to me. Yeah, 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 but they're coming. It's coming. Those days of glasses and 3D one bit. Right. It's crazy because it started with Avatar. That's the crazy thing. Avatar once like it was kind of there with like here and there. Here's one, but not really. Then Avatar came in. Oh boy, every big budget movie needed a 3D conversion. Even ones that weren't big budget, like oh my gosh, it's crazy. All right, all right, okay. One more thing. No. All right. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is how we do it. We know how we do it. Um, we talk about the movie uh, with our non-spoiler session where we don't really discuss spoilers, just general thoughts on the movie before we uh, move into our spoiler section. Uh, so with that being said, uh, Luke, what did you think of Doctor Strange? What did you think, Jordan? All right. I okay. You, to go you got first. me. You got me. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this movie does a lot of things that I'm very happy that was done. Like it's, it's comic book in a way that I am pleased and happy to see. I am happy that they kind of just went there with like all the crazy magical stuff that could happen in this world. Like all the crazy different spells that you saw. Cause in the first Dr. Strange, there's a lot of, uh, kind of similar kind of spells where it's like, I'm going to pull a, ma- a sparkling whip or a sparkling shield or a sparkling like sword thing. And then the mirror dimension, it was just kind of like those two, which was probably a good choice to like, kind of introduce you to the world. And then like in infinity where you saw a bit more and then here it's like, Whoa, there's so much like spells, which, um, I, I, I enjoy that. And, uh, yeah, I felt like this movie was super comic booky in a really like entertaining way. It was very like speaking of race to the finish, this was very much a here's the plot, go. Like it, it, there's not a lot of mm-hmm. time uh sitting around or um like, you know, there's not a, there's just a lot of like just going and going and going, which um makes for an entertaining movie, I think. Um but I do think like uh, that it leads to some things here and there in the movie that I do have uh, issues with. And some of those issues I think come from a nerdy place. And some of them I think come from like a legitimate critical uh, place. And I'll I'll definitely be getting into those in more in depth in our spoiler section, but it's kind of an interesting thing with uh, this movie. I'm happy to be surprised and this movie i think throws a lot of like surprises at you and like oh you didn't expect that to happen or in that way and i think most of the time that pays off most of the time i'm like yeah great this is great i'm entertained by the fact that i can't just kind of you know be lulled by the plot of this movie and kind of being like oh okay oh oh wow you know but uh, at other times i feel like some of those surprises either didn't feel appropriate or earned, but we'll talk about those specifically within the movie. I'm, I'm talking more about like character things, you know, there's certain character things that happen that I have, I have some issues with, but, um, the movie as a whole, I am pleased with for sure. I, I appreciate the fact that this movie is directed by someone who has a unique style, Sam Raimi. And 
I appreciate that, like, you know, kind of how it was with James Gunn and Taika Waititi, and, like, they had, they were able to kind of imprint their distinct style onto their movies. I'm happy that, you know, a director who definitely has that style uh, was able to do that, and it kind of came through on the screen. Uh, there, There's some p- parts, like, <laughs> there's some parts where I, I kind of was like, oh. Oh geez, like it rolled my eyes just a little bit, where it was just so in your face. Sam Raimi, there's one part in particular where it like really hit me, where I was like, "Geez, Louise, this is straight out of like a Army of Darkness or Evil Dead Two kind of situation." But um, we'll get there when we get there. But most of the time, I'm more than not happy with the fact that it was able to have a a style that was different than your average Marvel film and able to be a little bit wackier and zanier because of that. Um, yeah, I think, you know, overall I really like the movie. I have some issues. So it yeah. wasn't like for me, it didn't hit like the great or like I loved it, but I really liked it. I do want to see it again. Like it's one of those things that's kind of like where I'm at with certain movies to where I can kind of feel like there's, there's certain movies like, uh, Say, for instance, Black Widow, which I like Black Widow. After I saw it, I was kind of just like, okay, I'm good. Like I, But with Doctor Strange, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that again, you know, because like there's a lot of stuff in there that's really cool. And I feel like I really want to like go back to that and like kind of appreciate some of those cool moments because there's so many of them uh, throughout the movie and the movie's so fast paced. I'd like to kind of look at it again so I can kind of appreciate some of those moments more. And not be in that, you know, when you're sometimes in that place, when you see a movie for the first time, especially one that you're really anticipating like this, you're kind of so focused on, okay, well, what's happening? Okay, well, what are we doing? Okay, well, what's next? That like, yeah, you lose the in the moment of it. And some, this is very much that because it's so fast paced and like, there's so much implications of different characters and the universe and uh, the MCU universe, of course, that I'm so in my head about it. Multiverse is a big part that Mm -hmm. it's hard to catch everything. Right. And so, yeah, really like the movie. There are some things that we'll talk about more kind of elaborate on the criticism that I have in the spoilers because there's a lot to spoil here actually I'm kind of pleased with the fact that a lot of this movie you know I I did not feel like I knew what this movie was going into it I was kind of like oh this is different than I thought it was and I like that all right Luke how about you man um yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you for the most part. My only caveat, and this isn't really the place to get into it, but I really can't help but mention it, is just all the black magic. There's a lot of darkness in this movie because of oh, all yeah. the, you know, with the Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. And, you know, I I enjoy Doctor Strange. I like him. There's a lot of darkness in this movie. Um, just witchcraft i mean most of the movie is witchcraft so that's a little hard for me to not mention just because it's so prevalent and it's yeah so that's probably my biggest problem with it it's just hard for me to enjoy the movie and be watching that the whole time so just to be honest gotcha 
Is there any other non-spoiler thoughts you had? No, I mean, you you said you said oh, okay. pretty much everything. That's what I'm kind of saying. I agree with you with that caveat. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool. good movie overall. Then we're going to have a lot to talk about in the spoilers. Again, there's a lot to kind of tiptoe around in this movie, honestly, because it is like this. Like, I think like even the synopsis that's out there, it's not even like a good representation of what the movie is. Like, as far as like the plot, like it, it's kind of only reveals itself to you if you see the movie, obviously. It, and it, and the funny thing is about that is it happens fairly early on in the movie. So let's go ahead and, and get into spoilers. So spoiler warning from here on out, we're deep diving into this movie. Do it. Um, so yeah, I think, um, biggest thing. I think one of the things that's like you might be able to guess, but you wouldn't be. I, I wasn't able to guess it would go down like this, how Scarlet Witch would be the straight up villain of the movie. Yeah. Like I had no I, I. It wasn't a scenario I had in my head, like in this way, I thought there might be a scenario where like they'd be together for most of it, but something would tempt her towards the end and she'd turn. Yeah, um, that's the way they make you feel what right. they show you. Right, but no, the entire movie from from the word jump, she is one hundred percent the villain. It, it's uh, it kind of is for me one of the best things, but also something that I have a giant critique on that we'll obviously get into. But this, it's funny how like. Elizabeth Olsen has a lot to do in this movie. She is in a lot of it. Like people are saying that like it's more of a Scarlet Witch movie. I I would disagree with that notion. I, it is still Doctor Strange movies movie, but it's kind of like he's almost in a way like a passenger in this movie, Doctor Strange, yeah, but but it's still his movie. I think that can be a flaw, but I think it's still enough his movie to where it's like, no, the movie didn't get taken away from him. But like the Scarlet Witch's presence is huge in the in the movie. It's like, and she is a big part of the movie. Yeah, she should be. But uh, Luke, I, I got to get into it right now. As far as like one of my main criticisms, I as Scarlet Witch as the villain, hmm, for me, they didn't pull it off. And I want to I want to explain myself. I feel like was she a good villain in this movie? Absolutely, she was a great villain. Like like in as far in a long list of kind of bland Marvel villains, she's a great villain. She was really she was having a lot of fun with the role. She had a really great job acting, and you know she was a lot of fun to watch. And she had a lot of crazy like powers to like kind of look at throughout the movie. She was a great villain. My problem is you know when it comes to turning uh, heroes into villains you can do it i have no problem with that you can do it but i don't feel like they did it successfully for me is this like daenerys targaryen for me no it's not like that but <laughs> it for me it's very much like they did this in wandavision right this isn't actually like this movie's problem is the funny thing <laughs> like it really kind of isn't like because the you, you the thing is you have to kind of just buy Okay, you saw the events that happened before this movie. That should be all you need to buy 
that she is where she's at right now. And I don't know. For me, I was just never able to get there. You know, like by the end of WandaVision, I was just like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Um, no, I don't think I agree with you. I, I, I understand what you mean, but I don't know. This may be unfair, but <laughs> having a son, I understood where she was coming mm, from. Okay. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll get there soon. <laughs> um, I thought if there was ever going to be an explanation for why she got there, it was as good as it could get really. Um, you know, her method, I think is fair to question. Um, but I can definitely understand going to the ends of the earth, basically, to claim, you know, what you think is yours, your, you know, your children, where I think the argument could be that you didn't have any children. But, yeah. Yeah. That that's yeah, we're getting mainly into spoiler stuff. <laughs> which 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 where we're at. We're but, at spoilers. That, that's like that's where that's mainly where I'm coming from when yeah. it comes to those kids. Like when they popped up in WandaVision, I never saw them as like real things. I've always saw them as Yeah. She's playing make believe. It's it's interesting when you enter the whole multiverse element of it. Right. Um, but then yeah, I could see where I might agree with you where it's like, well, you're really gonna take them away from their real mother. That's the part that it's like I can understand that. But I can also understand like desperation to like get there i don't know it's tough it's a real tough like emotional thing to are you buying what they're trying to sell there i you know i can see i can see both sides but like i said i do think if there is a reason for her to be there it's as good of a reason as you could really come up with right children I, are a powerful thing i feel like they should have gone more broad with it and there's like this thing that happens in anime basically where the villain or whoever was the hero at one time they decide that this world is too horrible like this world is too horrible and they just need to create a better world for themselves and if the and that is what she's doing but i wish they kind of leaned yeah. into that more to be like this world has been hell for me and i'm going to escape it to create a better yeah. world for myself and the, if they leaned into that more I would have bought but it. She did mention the thing where she had to rip the stone out of right. the love of her life's head. And I thought that was a that was a good touch as well. Mm -hmm. I tore through the man I love's head and it was for nothing or whatever. And they hadn't really addressed it before. Even in WandaVision, there wasn't a lot of talk of her emotions and her feeling on that. Right. There wasn't she was ton, like under but there her was own like spell. the one scene where she like talks about it in this movie. So Right, right. And that's I think the thing. it's cool that they're addressing like all the repercussions of the blip and Thanos and all mm -hmm. this and, and how much it's changed the world and then how it kind of justifies these new storylines. I think that's a, a good element. I really do like that stuff. I, I like in the beginning where he sees the doctor from the first movie and he's like, did it really have to be that way? Did it really like, no. I thought that was, yeah. that's really good. Which is, which I thought was really good because it's such the conversation we were having between in, infinity game, infinity, um, Infinity War and Endgame, where we were like, "What was Doctor Strange doing there? You know, was he thinking like, what was he? What was his process? Was he using the Time Stone to send it back to himself? You know, what was going on there?" And right. I to this day still wish there was some kind of explanation or something. I don't feel like there was. The explanation so far, as far as I can tell, is. Well, Doctor Strange made the logical choice that it was worth it to sacrifice 
five years of all these people's lives. Right. He's all the one the version at, at large. But I don't know. I I still it's like you have the time stone. Yeah. Like of all the stones, that has gotta be the most powerful. Right. It's gotta be the most powerful. Being able to control time? I mean go back, kill Thanos as a baby. Like do I need to like <laughs> explain this to you, Doctor Strange? Like uh-huh. there's so many ways. Go back to when he got the first stone and slap it out of his hand. I don't know. There's like go back to a time in which you could have ambushed him when he's asleep or something. Like Right. <laughs> it's like I just I know there's probably ways of always coming up with holes with but about that, but I don't know. They talked about it again in this movie and I I don't know. Of all the Marvel like world things to think about, I still think about that. Because it's such an interesting like moment there in Infinity Game when he's given that choice. Yeah. And, and I, I like the fact that they're bringing up these things here because those are like pivotal things. Like uh, Wanda kind of deflects with that. It says like, oh, you broke the rules and you gave Thanos the Infinity, Infinity Stone. Yeah. Why is it okay when you do it? I don't think it's a comparable thing. But that being said, yeah, I mean, she doesn't have, she doesn't not have a point, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, moving like past that, like there was a certain point in the movie where it's like how far, I didn't know how far they were going to go with Wanda as far as her being a villain. Like at first, I'm like, wow, as possible, as far as possible. As far as like, oh, pretty much. I mean, yeah, because like, she's at the, that point where she doesn't care, care about anybody else, like nobody. Like, I don't think like there would be anyone she wouldn't kill. Like, I think the only nope. person closest to closer to her out of everyone else was Hawkeye. Like, they seem to have a connection. There's no doubt in my mind she would have killed him without thinking about it. Um, but yeah, yeah, like because there was a p- point in the movie where I was like. After her attack on Kamataj, I'm like, okay, now she's irredeemable to me as a character. Like, at this point, she is a, a villain, and there's no way back. Like, there's no, like, change of heart that could happen to make it be like, well, we all make mistakes. You know, like, no, 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 you're a mass murderer now. <laughs> My wife brought up an interesting point. I mean, Marvel's kind of moved to this place where they've kind of sacrificed all their big female heroes. Hmm. It's kind of strange, like... Of the, you know, like original Avengers and all that. They're like right. all gone at this point. Um, there's a uh, uh, Wasp is like the last one I can think of. Yeah, but and she uh, really Captain Marvel. isn't like a big hero. And Captain Marvel's was a very late entry. Right, right. I'm talking like the original, like her long yeah. um Without solo movies until, um, you know, the last one. Um, Black you're right <laughs> it is an interesting yeah, just weird thing to do i don't know if natalie not natalie portman but uh gosh why can't i think of her name i don't know if she was getting too expensive or what but yeah and uh Scarlett i don't Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, she's louise yeah. <laughs> and uh elizabeth olsen i don't know if we're gonna ever see her again in the mcu but you know, yeah she, but i mean they clearly ended her in a place where basically you can just do whatever you want right uh, we're focusing these, these a lot superhero movies like to do that right <laughs> be like okay well whoever wants to take up the mantle next go ahead that's the thing to do whether you're in a comic or whatever let's kill them in a way that 
could possibly be reversed. Banish or, them, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. We see a, a building crush her, but not. We don't see it crush her. We see the building come down in a red flash. So who knows? We're to yeah. think that she's been dispatched, but if I don't know if it suits them in a time or place, they could very well do what they want to do with it. But either way, um. I, I don't think there's it for me. There's any other way I'd be okay with it. I would not be okay with her doing like the, I'm just going to fly away and just kind of, that's my punishment. I'm just going to yeah. fly away and leave. No, no, yeah. you are way too dangerous at this yeah. point. Like that's, I would be surprised if that's the last we saw of her. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like an appropriate ending for someone. They've given so much time and money to, develop anytime i see someone go down like that i definitely don't think it's the last time we see it we're gonna see him also they set her up as the most powerful being in the universe ever like it got to a point where it's almost do anything basically right in this movie she is like in this movie like a super a superhero version of like jason super witch like she is like a yeah. slasher villain to where it's like you could stand against Jason Voorhees only to slow him down. But generally it's going to end in you getting your head ripped off or blown up, which happens in this movie. I don't know where you'd get that idea. You mean when she had bloody hair and it's like walking towards them? Right. It's like a carry like kind a of slasher moment. movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, that's obviously what they were going for. We got a horror director no. here um, pulling these things off. But like. Yeah, like she, like I was actually racking my brain around. I'm like, who would be powerful enough to stop her? And I, Dr. Manhattan was the only fictional character I could come up with, and he's like the most powerful person I could think of. Maybe Dr. Xavier. Yeah, maybe him. Or. That oh was God. so sad. I hated no, that. No, I if I I I texted Carrie this after he was like, "What do you think?" I was like, "If I have to see Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier die on screen one more freaking time, I'm gonna lose it." It's like the third time. It's so the third time we saw it in so X3, annoying. we saw it in Logan. Now we're seeing it here. It's like goodness gracious, and it cheapens him. It really cheapens him every time you see that crap. That's what frustrates me. Right. Like, how long had Marvel fans been waiting for the X-Men MCU, like, mashup, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. For it to happen in that way, I just, I was very frustrated. This is where... It was so cool when it happened. I was like, no way, they're going to do the thing. Exactly. And then it happened. Uh... Like, come on. Right. It was like, okay, so... Let we're we're there. Let's go ahead and just jump there. We'll we're gonna go wherever we want in this thing. Let's talk about the Illuminati. Let, let's let's talk about it. As it's obviously a big part for a lot of people. It's Ridiculous big in the trailers. Name. Yeah, the it, it, it there was a someone's a joke. I mean, someone joke. Ne- next to me laughed. Yeah, when uh, when it happened, it's a comic thing. But someone laughed. Someone laughed very much when uh they when he was like, I just don't like when things like that happen where. It's a joke, but it doesn't completely feel like a joke. Right. No, it's serious because it's serious. It, it was it's, like in this like gray area of like, you guys are kidding, right? No. <laughs> it, Illuminati. It's only serious if like, you know, for the people who have been exposed to that for a long time, for people who know about Marvel's Illuminati. And, um, but if it 
that yeah. you the first time you're hearing about it is here then you're like what yeah. it was fun and Obviously, how it was people are just gonna think of the conspiracy theory they're not gonna think of the comics right and how it was revealed was like what are you guys avengers shield hydra and he's like the illuminati we'll yeah. see you now um <laughs> Can we okay? Let's let's do a whole lineup here. Let's go it piece by piece by piece, and let's start with that person himself, Baron Mordo. This kind of annoyed me a little bit. Uh, great to see him back. Great to see th that actor back. But set up yet again. He's a friend. No, he's not. Did we miss a movie? It made me see like, did we? Is this Doctor Strange three? And we like miss Doctor Strange two. He's like. Oh, that's Baron Mordo. Like, we hate each other. He's trying to kill me. He's sworn to kill all wizards. Like, when did... I saw I saw the end credit scene of Doctor Strange, but yeah. when did all that the happen? the only thing I can think of. See, was he there? Was he in the audience with me watching this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, they have, like, a whole fighting thing at the end of Doctor Strange, right? No, I mean, they don't fight. They, basically, like... I thought they, like, disagreed. They the disagreed, like, but nothing... Separate. Like, he says, like, I can't be a part of this. The bill always comes due, and he leaves. There's nothing like, I'm going to get you, or anything like that. I hate you, and I'm going to come get you. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Nothing. There, there's no, Not like... The level they were saying that. Yeah, yeah, he makes it sound like he's his, like, Dr. Robotnik, or, like, something like that. Like, his reoccurring villain. He's a sworn enemy, Jordan. You his didn't know? sworn enemy. We fought <laughs> dozens of times. You didn't see any of them, but they happened. Through the decades through the eons we have fought <laughs> it was kind of funny to me i was like in the theater I was like i'm like wait yeah. what um okay i didn't even know he knew he had like bad intentions now i'm finding out that they like have this like rivalry or history of like fighting each other okay but either way moving past that it's good to, other than that it's he's always you know good so it's great to see him He's good in this movie. I I like what they do with him. Other than, other than that, it's funny that he's the only one who survives the uh, the altercation that happens. Yeah, of course, of course. But he's not even like our Mordo. He's you know this universe is Mordo. Which one do you want Mr. to talk Fantastic. about, Mister Fantastic? Okay, boy. This this um. <laughs> Yet again, cheapening him, though, is what so frustrates me. Why would you introduce a character like this that people have been talking about, waiting for for so long, and then treat him like Gumby, bend him up into knots and kill him? <laughs> like, I know it's another universe, but still... No, Luke. Piss me you off. and I saw the exact same thing. That is exactly... And you're exactly right. It was a distraction, but we're not. We don't need to talk about this for long. But Bruce Campbell, I feel bad for him. He's a legendary actor, and you're just gonna have him in some punch comedy scene, <laughs> Pizza Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for him. Oh man, he loves it though. I'm sure. Sam Raimi's like, we he gotta get Bruce. Brilliant. You gotta get Bruce in there. I've done too many projects with him. We got to get my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Reed Richards. Sorry. Reed Richards. <laughs> like everyone wanted this. Everyone wanted John Krasinski to be, yeah. you know, Mr. Fantastic. And, I liked it. and yeah, he looks amazing. He looks great. Sounds great. You know, he he's, I still think he's perfect for it. I'm not going to be the contrarian now. That, that like geekiness to him. that works right. well. Like scientist vibe. 
Right. And they introduce him like, you know, Reed Richards, the Fantastic Four, the smartest man in the world. And uh, that's a lot of fun. You know, he doesn't do anything really smart in the movie. And that being said, Reed Richards is always he's a genius. (laughs) but He's owned is what he gets. Yeah, he gets decimated. He gets humiliated. Like everyone so else, he gets humiliated in, in this. And like, yeah. yeah, Reed Richards has always been more smart than wise. Like he's, you know, never been the wisest person, but he's very, he's a genius, obviously. That's what they usually mean by smartest man in the world. But yeah, not very wise to do what he does here. <laughs> and yeah, no, you're right. The thing about all this is, is yeah, this is the introduction to mutants and the fantastic four into the mcu I, again we know that it's not our mutants and in, in fantastic four well i hope it's still john krasinski but again this is not the way you introduce they're usually very nope. careful about introducing their characters and i was to see them introduced in this way to get yeah humiliated yep. and massacred as their first showing thing to do yeah a dc thing to do and, and maybe even a Fox X-Men thing to do. It's uh, something where, like, when you see, like, I really do, again, hope that John Krasinski is going to be our Reed Richards. It would be weird not to at this point, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be He's weird credited not to? on IMDb, but you always take that with a grain of salt. Right. It would be. Recording th- has stopped. Oh, that's weird. It's all right. We're still going. Oh, so the, I wonder if it has a. Uh... A time limit too. That's weird. Oh, it's at an hour and twelve. That's what's strange about it. Huh. Weird. I'm gonna just start it again real quick, just in case it doesn't work out with uh, recording OBS. is on. Oh. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 gonna be a it would be a really weird thing for them to like say someone else at this point. It would be like why why would you don't give something someone like what they want just to like take it away in this way and then like present them with something else? That would be way too weird. I think yeah. they're smarter than that. But that yeah, being I said, too kind of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's like... But that is a long time ago, and they're a different studio now where they don't yeah. do that kind of thing. 100%. It, it's like, it, it's still like in your head. Like, you, the, your goal, your goal in your movie, when you introduce a character, we're going to make you buy into this character, make you think this character's cool, and, you know, kind of have you do that. But when you introduce them in this way, it kind of like, again, as you, as you mentioned, cheapens it a little bit. So when we do it see really him does. in Fantastic Four, where he's, we're seeing him from a position of weakness, <laughs> you know, like we yeah. just saw him got <laughs> turned into Linguini. I feel like Marvel does a good job of thinking of the people who don't know a lot of backstory, don't understand where all these characters are coming from and stuff. And you have somebody like that come in and, watch this movie and say, oh, that's cool. John Krasinski is going to be some superhero that's real bendy, you know? Yeah. For people who have no idea, it's like, cool, that's neat. I can't wait to see him and whatever. And then you see him get owned, and it's like, well, he's dead. I mean, that would be your first thought, right? right. If you were somebody who didn't understand. He's obviously you know, not maybe, someone we're supposed to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, maybe you understand that it's a multiverse, and maybe you don't. You know, maybe you understand it, but you don't think about that. It would be easy to miss that and then come in and say, wait, John Grashinsky's in a new movie? Like, I thought he died. And I can see that something like my sister would say, you know, somebody who doesn't pay attention a lot to it, just be like, what? 
it gets confusing and it like i said it cheapens it it just I don't know. It's so cool, and I loved it, but at the same time, I hated it. <laughs> right. It's one of the lowest parts of the movie for me personally because it just felt out of character. Like one, you know, obviously this is the point, the like the areas in the movie where most people are like these are some of the most brutal scenes in the movie to where you're like, holy crap! Like this is some of the most brutal stuff Marvel's ever done, and it's happening to some of these characters, and it's like, yeah, in a way. It's almost it's done with like a certain amount of glee almost that kind of <laughs> that sit in that Sam Raimi. Like I praise Sam Raimi uh, here, but in this portion, like the killing, the killing of these characters that that's done with a certain amount of like glee. Like these are supposed to be like fun, fun moments, which for me, I'm just like, like these are bummer moments for me, like even like. Black Bolt, for instance, which one in freaking sane that they brought the actor from that failed <laughs> TV show into this movie. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like I, I was, you know, not not surprised to see Black Bolt. Black Bolt is often a member of the Illuminati, but to see that they used the actor. He's tuning fork boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, turning tuning fork fork boy. <laughs> to see that they use the actor from the TV Sorry. show Inhumans that got canceled. Uh, I think. Oh, okay. I couldn't believe it. What was that on? Was that CW thing? It was on ABC. It was like oh. in kind of that same area where they had like they were like, okay, we're doing Agents of Shield, we're doing yeah. uh, Agent Carter, and we're doing the before Disney Plus, the Inhumans. Yeah, before Disney Plus. Um, and it was apparently I, Mount was his name. Yes. And he got, he got it the worst. He got it the worst. I mean, I've everyone else. He he's the one too confident. He came in too confident. Yeah. That's the, I've got this fellas. That makes it even more embarrassing where he gives his little smirk. Like, yeah, I'm going to get you. And then, mm -mm, no, he did not get you. He got, got pretty badly. Ooh. First of all, I don't understand what happened. I really have a problem with his death. Like, what? Doesn't it come out when he opens his mouth? So if he can't open his mouth, how did it go off on his side of his mouth? Yeah, I don't know. I have questions about that, too. I know he's like, <laughs> is really, if he kind just had one layer of skin in front of his mouth, that would stop the whole thing? Okay. But also, wouldn't he feel that? And like, it's both, wouldn't he feel that and not do it? And second of all, how did he do it without opening his mouth? It makes you think, wouldn't just someone putting their hand on top of his <laughs> mouth make that same thing happen? <laughs> yeah. Like, if my lips are sealed, I'm not going to, like, go to speak. I'm going to go... Right. That does it? That shoots the crazy stuff out? Like The answer, uh, Luke, is no, that wouldn't work. It would make him powerless, which would be a problem for him and to leave. But it yeah. gave us And then this she would obliterate him with some red power stuff <laughs> yeah red power shooties exactly but no he gets killed in a horrible and humiliating death with him blowing his own brains to smithereens yeah. Ooh, was gross really gross that was a ooh kind of moment in the theaters but again it's such a bummer it's a, even though i have no Black Bolt's not one of my favorite Marvel characters. He's fine. It's cool to see him here in his comic 
costume and everything, but gosh. Anytime what? the tuning fork is your like hat thing, it's like, yeah. You don't believe in the tuning fork. Maybe we don't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, man. But even Cap even Captain Carter. Oh. Yeah. That's embarrassing. So much embarrassment, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Cause yeah. she gets done saying her line. Yeah. I can do this all day, and then she can't. Yeah. She and can't she, do it all she day. Done. She uh, gets cut in half. All right. <laughs> With her own shield. Right. Jeez Louise. And Maria Rambo, like probably the least humiliating death, I would say. But still. Yep. Yikes. She tried. She, tried she did try. Good. She did try, but you know. Cheapens her in the Marvels coming up. Right. Gosh, man. Okay, so. I don't know. Well, that's, that's her I'll mom. just keep saying. It's just so frustrating. Right. No, she's going to be in Marvels, though. <laughs> I think it's you're uh, talking about the you're talking about there's two different things. It's Monica Rambo who's showing up. I think we saw Maria Rambo, like she was the Captain Marvel's friend, and then the one who showed up in WandaVision was her daughter. But who, I think they're both going to be in Marvels. Oh, are they? Okay. The, the Marvels is is it just called Marvels? Uh, Marvel. It's just Marvels. I don't know. I'm not really sure anymore. Um. But yeah, I think they're both going to show up because they were in Mar the Captain Marvel. So, right, they were both in Captain Marvel. But I think her mom died of cancer um, during the blip. I think, and it was a like, mm. and she was like, okay. "I got blipped, and she died of cancer, and I wasn't there." Mm. Blah blah blah, and okay. I guess in this reality, she got powers, and I guess that obliterates cancer. I suppose. Um, in that scenario, I can only imagine she's going to get powers in the other one, though, in, right. in Marvel's the real universe. Mm. Um, I wonder if this multiverse stuff will continue in in movies to come. Um, like, yeah, like Marvels and or even like TV shows like She Hulk, Quantum. How much of that? Yeah, but is that multi? And, uh, universe when it's yeah, referring to quantum medium? I don't know. Or is that referring to a different realm? The quantum realm. I mean, I get confused. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they use the quantum realm during Endgame, like yep. technically. So I'm I'm not really sure how they're going to use the quantum realm in yep. the next Ant Man Wasp movie. But um, okay, so. <laughs> We got. Is there anything else you want to say about the Illuminati? I okay. I feel like there's some interesting things about like, I did enjoy like what happened in their reality. I mean, it raises a lot of questions, obviously, but like, how they had to deal with Thanos in a different way, and it was mainly like Doctor Strange by using the Darkhold, and Black Bolt basically had to execute him. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It's just interesting. I I appreciate yeah. lore, the lore stuff, and and I did like kind of rise up in my chair, like even before Reed Richards appeared, because he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm here, a part of the Baxter Foundation," which you know, Fantastic Four fans know that you hear Baxter Foundation or the Baxter Building, and you know we're talking about Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. What my question there was: if he's so far gone, why would he be willing to let you kill him? Right. Right. It's just them being 
like, like it's just them being like dogmatic i guess they're like trying to yeah. be like you've created too much of a problem or something like that it does seem like some sort of like punishment not so much like yeah. a, uh not like you're a rabid dog kind of like how wanda is at this point but you've yep. done too much i guess which is interesting because xavier does not seem to share like the rest of the team's like kind of view on it they see he's seems always to be the forgetful. wise voice right which it's so again you're right man so sad again to see him once again decimated in something it's just the best right the freaking best man gosh He's such a good actor, you know. It's just, I hate seeing Patrick Stewart. Like, right? It's just the sad. actual actor himself be done that way. And the thing like, I is, know he probably doesn't care. He's just having fun. But for fans of this who followed X Men now for so long, ah, just you want them done right, and you want them treated with respect, and. Right. And honestly, it kind of, even though he's great in Logan, it kind of bothered me in Logan because like he had such a great send off in Days of Future Past to where it's like this character has this great send off as, as, as well as all these other characters. And to see him like again, he got killed in kind of a like a pitiful kind of way in Logan and now in a pitiful kind of way in this. It's like, is this really going to be the last image we have of uh, Sir Patrick Stewart? playing this character oh yeah i sure hope not right he makes an appearance in fantastic four right uh be so cool it would be so freaking cool <sighs> anyways um yeah there's more there are more things to discuss how what do you think of uh america chavez the actor did a good job i don't know i don't think the character's super intriguing but she did not have much to do as a character in the movie i would say that's true as well i liked her i mean like i liked liked her her power i thought that was interesting i like her like look i like like the design of that character i think it's kind of cool and yeah and i like her power i think the the star-shaped portals are really cool visual that i uh that i really enjoy uh, there's definitely nothing wrong with uh, the actor's like performance or anything like that. It's just she, the again, that's kind of where how this thing like it opens with her basically being chased and she basically doesn't stop until the end of the movie. <laughs> it's she's they're on the run the entire time, um, and so you don't really get a lot. All all you get is okay, her parents are disappeared and she feels bad. And that is it. And maybe she has hope at the end. It's like the kind of uh, um, the kind of trope that we get a lot in the end of the you just got to believe in yourself and believe in your powers. Okay. And then, you know, yep. you just, and you just do it, which, you know, we see that time and time again. I'm not going to rag on it now, but I'm just saying that we don't get anything much beyond that, you know, which. Which I I would have liked, and maybe down the road. Obviously, it's interesting. She's gonna be a, she's training to be a, a sorcerer, which is a, yeah. an interesting thing because like the, her power set, 
you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here. This is where I have to like, be like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I have like knowledge going into this movie that I like, I'm not like this big America Chavez fan. I had to look all this stuff up. So <laughs> this is from me looking things up. Her power sets, like she's, she can fly. She has super strength and yeah, she can punch holes in reality or star shaped holes in reality. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they're kind of going a different she direction. Sure would have been nice in Endgame. <laughs> no freaking kidding me. Goodness gracious. But what a useful character to have around. We're going into this multiverse stuff and we have this one character who could just punch holes into the multiverse. That's going to be and useful. Only in a... one. <laughs> right. Right. That's an interesting element. But that's not true, right? <clears throat> Is that? No. Yeah, I thought it was. Did Is, they contradict that mm, later? No, I guess you're right. Okay, so I'm getting confused because I was kind of going back. She doesn't dream, Jordan. Right. No, she does not dream. I had no idea all this time. All those insane dreams I've had were just other yeah, me's. It's definitely true in real life, too. Great. <laughs> I really lucked out. But anyways. <laughs> you got some crazy yous out there, Jordan. Dang, man. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Running around naked. I know that's true getting of my other me's. Chased by all sorts of things. Sucks. That's true. There's there's people there's other me's that can jump really high because I have that dream a lot. Nice, like uh, I have this dream John where Carter I can like Mars. jump really high and I like grab onto like a tree branch or something. And I'll just be able to like pull on it and then I can like propel myself even higher. And then so, I'm really scared when I fall, but then I like <laughs> grab onto something and I just yank myself and it's just like, boom. <laughs> so in this situation, it's you really you who got the short end of the multiverse yeah, stick. That's definitely true. Sucks. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm confused, though. Um, so the TVA, they can't do anything when it comes to multiverse mm. stuff. It's only time stuff. I kind of always had, I always kind of had the impression that it wasn't just time stuff. It's like they deep. there's like I know. <laughs> I know there's like some <laughs> multiverse stuff with that, too, though. Right. It's not because they have a, other timelines are basically other universes in a way. Right. I don't um. know good question right that i'm not sure i'm correct no i'm not i don't remember what they said um hmm. i can't remember that that's a good question in loki whether or not jordan's question in case everybody doesn't understand (laughs) yeah is in loki the tva refers to all the timelines they're keeping straight but are they also keeping multiple timelines in multiple universes straight right I th- my guess would be no, that at least in the way they referred to it. Mm-hmm. My guess would be they probably are, but just in the show, I think they only talked about the one. Mm, like yeah, that's what that, that was the thing, um, and it changed at the end of the series. I mean, at the end of the season, when uh, that version of Kang was killed. Oh, huh. and he's like, they're splitting it, up. It changed, but. So when it's split, is that splitting into multiple universes? Um, I'm going to say yes, because the thought of having multiple timelines within multiple universes is uh, that's going to blow my mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can't do both at once. Only one universe until that point, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. I don't know. I so mean, the invention of the multiverse was at that moment, if that's what you're saying. I guess, but it's interesting. But it's weird because, like, the whole TVA thing, it like exists outside of time. Right. So 
it's like they made it to where the multiverse always existed and before it didn't. Oh my god, I don't know. Oh, we... I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So when that happened, it changed all of time. That's yeah. I think you're probably right. Oh my god. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. I don't yeah, know. The fact that it exists outside of time and you're dealing with the whole entirety of time right. makes it hard to even like <laughs> hard to even keep track. Because that uh, opens up the possibility for anything to happen. hundred percent. Know, I thought the stones opened up possibilities, but the TVA just like Man, that's why I like Loki. You know, you just put your thumb on the reason I like that freaking show <laughs> so really good. much. Because it's so interesting. I love it when shows and movies ask questions and you make you question your reality. Yeah. That's what that show did. There's a lot of concepts in that one. Um, I don't know if this movie did that. No, I did it enjoy didn't this take movie. the time I to. like the multiverse thing. It didn't do what I kind of wanted it to do, I think, would be like, I don't know, in kind of a summary of my feeling of this movie. Like, there's so many fun things. You know, Sam Raimi is doing Sam Raimi. Like you kind of said, um, he's doing the same kind of thing he did with Spider-Man back in the day. He's just, he's making a fun movie that you really enjoy and making good characters. And he's doing that with this crazy multiverse. And that's also fun, you know, except the exceptions like we're talking about, like cheapening Xavier and cheapening Reed Richards. Um, you know, I, I understand, you know, you kind of, at some point you have to sacrifice some characters for the fun of any movie, whatever it is, um, whether or not that's completely justified, you know, I don't think it is, but I do get it. It's like, you really, you got to get people in the door. You got to get them talking and get the hubbub about, well, did you see, you know, <laughs> right. all these people are in the movie, all these alternate versions. And, um, anyways, back to my main point. I just, it didn't do enough. I think is my, probably at the crux of this whole like storyline. I wanted the multiverses to be, I don't know, maybe, maybe they've set up and there's, there's movies to come that will, you know, pay off on what was done here. Um, but, you know, we traveled through some multiverses. We, we spent time in like two or three, I think, yeah. you know, there's like a, the whole sequence when they're like popping through and paint world shows up and, <laughs> but you only really spend time in, uh, I think, two or three. Um, and right, the multiverse of madness that, may have but... not been like the best title because, like, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't like, and that invoked like, oh man, we're gonna, we're going all over the place, and it's gonna get crazy. I think I, think I want, I think I was thinking like other heroes were gonna be popping in who had visited other multiverses and were fighting other enemies and. I think I just thought too big. This was not an end game. No. Which is what no. it almost felt like when it said multiverse of madness. Yeah. I don't know why, you know, looking back on it, obviously it makes sense that it was more, it was, it was too much to expect that, but I still want it, <laughs> you know, right, I still, right, right. I still want that out of a movie called the multiverse of madness. I, I, and I think looking at this now, it makes me temper my expectations for quantum mania mm -hmm. because the title, it just, it gets you like, what it sounds so big and crazy yeah. to where they couldn't go before because people didn't understand what was happening. But now that everyone's understood from 
Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2 and Endgame and Infinity War. Now they understand like pin particles and they understand this quantum realm. Now we can go overboard, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm like, it's probably going to be fun, but probably going to be on a smaller scale than I'm hoping it will be. Right. There's just so much possibility with the, the multiverse, the quantum realm. There's so many things that could happen and probably more than they could afford to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And it's like, I don't know. It's like almost like Wanda was a bigger thing to the story than the multiverse itself, really. Yeah. And uh, it really was like, we're going to tell the end of Wanda's story. Right. And at least for now. And I think, you know, the majority of that was able to, it works as the plot for sure to have like Wanda be like, I, it, it definitely works. Like I think for the plot, but yeah, it, with, with the way the movie was promoted in the title itself, um, I feel like promotes something different than Dr. Strange versus Wanda or, you know, and, it, and the funny thing is it's not even really a Dr. Strange versus Wanda thing. You don't really get like this big showdown between them. It's really because she's so powerful all he all he could really do is either hold her back or find some way to have her defeat herself or trap her or there's something. There's basically like that. three characters. There's Doctor Strange, there's Wanda, and there's the Darkhold. Right. <laughs> right. That's really what this movie boiled down to. Yeah, because like as far as like character stuff, there isn't a ton. Like for Doctor Strange, his big thing yeah. is he gets asked like three times, Are you happy? And uh that's his character arc. Is I which for me, it's kind of, yeah. it's something, but it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Like, in the end of the day. And Christina Palmer. That was the only other thing that, like, Christina developed, Palmer. like, their relationship. And the funny thing, you know what? what's interesting? Like, Dr. Sh uh, not Dr. Sherry. Christine. Christine Palmer. <laughs> um, Sam Raimi can be so, like, mean and vicious with his, like, the way he dispatches characters. But he has, like, such a big heart and a sweet side to him. So, like, you get scenes, like, with him and Christine where he's, like, um where he just is like, I'm just going to bear my soul to you. I'm not going to be able to do this with my Christine. And I know this won't make a difference, but you know, he's like, I love you. I'm in love with you. And you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, that was a good scene. That was a really, I actually really appreciated that. That was actually pretty sweet. And, um, and so you do get like heart in there with, through some of these like horrific moments in the mom in the movie where there's like you know him and america chavez that like that that kid and kind of more gruff kind of like guy relationship where he's like come on kid or you know we gotta go come on you know like that sort of thing <laughs> like that's that's good stuff and I'm, I'm glad all that stuff is is there and it uh kind of softens the movie to a to a good place i think but as far as like Anything else character wise? Yeah, you got the Wanda thing where it's basically just the inevitable moment where she just realizes, oh, I am a monster. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm yeah. not a monster. I'm a mother. Like, shoot, I am a monster. Gosh. Oh. He's like, get here, you kids. What are you screaming for? Come here. I want to kill your mom. Oh. <laughs> Oops. What, what was a little hard for me to buy is it felt like throughout the movie, the idea was like, smashed into your brain that Wanda was gone and this was Scarlet Witch. And the Wanda was basically vacant from the brain and was being held captive down deep inside of the Scarlet Witch and there was no chance of her getting out. You know, she was gone. And for me it was like, okay, if that's true, 
then the Scarlet Witch is going to do what the Scarlet Witch does no matter what. And that's why it was a little hard for me to buy that, like, all of a sudden she had a change of heart because she saw this, like, saddened moment. Like, you were destroying people left and right with no regard for their lives, but all of a sudden your children change everything? I don't know. It was a little hard for me to buy. Yeah, you I mean, you know my feelings on it. Like, when it comes to that, it's like, it's... I don't know. Like, the thing is, I don't know how the Darkhold works. Is it something that just, it corrupts you? Or does it, like, take you over or, like, put a spell on you? Because when Xavier's in her mind, he does this thing, Wanda, take my hand. You're under the spell of the Dark... But it was a trick. And so at the end of that, I'm like, well, I don't know if it works like that anymore. You know what I mean? She, like, was obviously, like, tricking him or whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I still agree with what I said in the beginning. It's like, if there was ever going to be an excuse for her to, like, go to the extreme, I can understand. But it's like, to me, that excuse is for Wanda, not right. for Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, to me, is like a virus that's just taking over Wanda. And, like, Wanda, I can see, like, going to the ends of the earth for her children. But Scarlet Witch, I feel like, is just using that as an excuse. And so, to me, like, the Scarlet Witch is going to do anything. Like, right. whatever. Like, pure evil. Like the dark hold has turned Wanda into the Scarlet Witch. Right. And there's never that. there's never like a moment to what that cues you in as to like what's happening. Like either one thing, either like she starts to go too far. Cause like even like Anakin, for instance, let's talk about Anakin Skywalker. Here's a good a, a good person who turns evil. Even Anakin, when he kills he killed younglings. He killed younglings. <laughs> um but even when he like he he takes his first life of he kills the first jedi and i mean like not the first jedi but he kills mace windu he has that moment where he's like he killed his first like you know good guy or whatever he's like what have i done like oh my god and i think most people would agree that change happened really quickly after that where yep. he even still, though, there's like signs of remorse and like questioning of what he's doing. There, we never are to get a moment where, with with uh, Wanda, where she's like after killing her first person or something, or taking that step and doing something. We never get anything. There's not, there's not even a point like if it's complete, like she's turned like a virus. I would have been nice to be like, there's like a scene where like something happens and she like wakes up for a moment and she's like. What? And then, I don't know, like something. So this is my theory. So at the end of WandaVision, she's shown like with the dark hold. Right. Remember that? She's like meditating. She's levitating, whatever. She's evilness. <laughs> um, so my thought is that the end of WandaVision had driven her too far. She had broken. And so she then turned to something that she figured, well, this will give me what I want. Not knowing what it would cost her, not knowing to what end it would be. And it, like a cancer, just swept over her, took her over. And so from the end of WandaVision, when you see her in there, like with the Darkhold, she's gone at that moment. This is my theory. I don't know if any of this is true. But I think she was gone at that moment. So when you see her in this movie, she's always gone. You never see Wanda. It's always Scarlet Witch. 
it's always just a shroud over everyone else's eyes that she's Wanda because she's not at all. You know, the thing is, look, I think you're That's right. I, I think you're 100 percent right when you when we, I think especially. But I didn't think that before, like seeing this movie. You're right. When you're when you see her at the end of WandaVision levitating with the Darkhold at this point, like, you know, yeah, where to think at that point? Boom. There it is. She is the Scarlet Witch. But I, I wish I was able to see like some sort of. I think when like, Doctor Strange moment. visits and you realize that the entire world that he's standing in is not the real world and you see what she's done, I think that's symbolic of this is what's taken over her mind and she's no longer who, she, who he knows her as. Right. I think that was kind of the symbolism that was there to try to get you to that place to to sell you what, what you would need to buy to Oh, I don't like that. Agree with the story. <laughs> You know, it, it, I've seen it done a lot worse. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll say that. Like, I, I, I don't like that. It's an instinger that, like, in like what happened at WandaVision, she was like, I'm. She was like remorseful a little bit. We were supposed to feel bad for her for what she did at Westview, and she was like, No one will know what you've gone through, Wanda. And then, like, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna leave. And then, <laughs> I'm evil like that. Mm. Oh, don't, well, I, don't, I think I, don't like that. I think the point was that she couldn't forgive herself. Right. Like, I think she maybe I she was like, I'm too far gone already for going good nature. It's like right. she regretted so much what she's done. She couldn't face it. It was almost like suicide, almost like right. emotional suicide. Yeah. And like at the oh, end, it's, it's very it's, sad. Her, the whole direction her story has gone in has just been sad right and at the end it they do make it seem like the the dark hold is the all corrupting thing because she makes the decision i'm gonna destroy the dark like throw it yep. throw it yep. into the the fire frodo you know that that's that right. moment she destroys the dark hold as in as if it's like yeah i gotta destroy this thing that's all corrupting and gives you all this power and corrupts you completely which um uh, it's interesting because we don't know the implications for Strange using it once. You know, we don't. We understand he has a third eye. We're not, not to really know what it does, but he's it. <laughs> it's funny because like it's a, that stinger, not like the ending of the movie, the ending before the credits roll. It's a that's a good enough. That's a stinger, right? Like God, jeez, yep. this ah, like that's a Sam yep. Raimi ending, but then up. Oh, Da, 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 ba, da, ba, da. I guess I'm all right now, walking down yep. the street. It's kind of funny. <laughs> what in the world? Well, that that was after the credits, right? That was after the credits. That's what I'm like, saying. It was like falls on the ground and whatever. Right. It, it just seemed funny. He was like, ah, then some credits passed. Yeah, like a <laughs> he had like saw a pepitous step step and everything, yep. and he was he was doing was good. Spider Man three esque. Right, exactly. Ugh. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I don't know, oh but uh, anyways, um, <laughs> what else about this movie do you want to talk about before we get to the end credits? I guess um, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but I think we've covered everything I can think of. Really have. I mean, um, very mixed bag. Really, like looking back on it, I I always like these conversations because I feel like. I've only developed my thoughts so much until we talk and like explore these concepts. 
And it's like, as we talk, I start thinking, oh, actually, I do have a theory about that. Actually, I really didn't like that. Or actually, I love that part. Right, right. There's, there's, I think like, I feel like I've been a little bit, a little bit more negative on this podcast than I want to represent my opinion as, because I have a lot of, a lot of things to say about the parts that I didn't like, but the parts that I did like, I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Like I feel bad because there's a lot of really cool visual stuff. Yeah. I mean, definitely there is, but there is some frustrating things, right? You know, there's a lot of things that are just typical of Marvel movies where it's fun and, you know, it's just, it's superhero fun. And, you know, they got that for the most part, pretty right. Um, Right. And I I like that there's like the visual stuff. It's not just, oh, the really good special effects. No, it's like, there's a lot of creative things that, you know, obviously a creative mind did like with how the powers were represented where it's like, Ooh, that's neat. Like what they did with the reflections with, with Wanda when at the B at the battle at Carmitage, like that was Mm -hmm. awesome. And like the thing they did in that battle with Dr. Strange versus Dr. Strange with the music notes. That was night esque there with the reflections. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, there are moments in this movie. They made like Wanda, not just like evil, but she like turns into like a monster every now and then. Like when she comes out of the reflection, it was like Pennywise from it. She's like, (laughs) it was like, chase. You're right. It's cr- <laughs> it crazy when she like rips, like you know, breaks Xavier's neck. She's like, ha! Ugh, yeah. Don't goodness, remind me. Goodness gracious, she's she's like straight up like, uh, like Scarlet uh, Witch, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I do want to talk about this. I want to get your opinion on this. I almost forgot about this. I would have kicked myself later. Uh, can we talk about the book of Desantis? <laughs> And how it was like that was the thing to get for the first half of the movie until it wasn't. Hmm. So I miss the part where they actually got to the book. That right. was the point at which I really had to go to the bathroom. So they get to that little pocket dimension or whatever. They get there and yeah. Wanda just catches up to them. And it, it happens really quickly. It's like they'll, she like throws a, you know, blast their way and it, hits the book and the book gets disintegrated and yeah, and then she so takes that part and actually. then she takes America and sends them off into another universe and that's how they end up in that broken universe where Doctor Strange is and he's yeah I'm I did see that part I, I think they were just like just fighting her when I walked in mm-hmm. the book must have already been destroyed so it's very much like shoot we don't have the book what do we do now and you like know. and so that would be their only way I guess to defeat her um and so they didn't i guess i guess it was just kind of like they didn't really have a plan at that point it was just kind of like let's just do our best and see what we can do this strange has the dark hold wing and a prayer a wing and a prayer we'll use this and i i with with that part uh i will say that was the part where i was like that that is this is way too sam raimi for me when like those demons go into the the home and like christine has to fight them and like that that like uh point of view cam which like ah, ah, ah. like that was like this is so much and then go to hell or what a that was a lot but i did enjoy the no you're like you're the master of the mystic arts use them like that that was that was that was kind of fun 
Like, no. I don't know why he forgot that, but <laughs> why I had to be reminded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's like exactly. my thing. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but kind of cool, too. <laughs> Um, I think that's it, though. I think I think that's all I got. I don't. I think I. I was like, gosh, there was a part of the movie I just kind of forgot about. And I know I wanted to mention. So yeah. Um, Overall, you know, I really enjoyed it. Same, but same. I definitely want to see it again. Like the thing is, it's like it's a movie that like I think I have more problems with than others. Like I probably have more problems with it than the Black Widow, but I want to see it like more than Black Widow. Like I, it was more entertaining. Black Widow than was Black so Widow. straightforward of a story. Right. This, this had a lot of twists and turns. Right. I'd rather a it be a great movie that's a little crazier and create more creative than in this yeah. and have more mistakes than be a kind yeah. of a middle of the line kind of. Yeah. Uh, like, like, like yeah, you know. Captain Marvel. That's kind of how that movie is. Right. Pretty straightforward. A little bland for me. Exactly. It's by the numbers. And this movie isn't, yeah. it, it isn't not by the numbers. I'll give it that. And I enjoy that. And that's why I'm like, I'm probably going to come back to this movie a lot more often than, than ones like that, honestly. So that's a good thing. Um, So I don't know what th that post credit scene has. And I, I, we're in uncharted waters for me. I, I I don't know. I don't have anything for you. Remind me of it again. Uh, Charlie Theron shows up, and she's like, "You broke my universe. Let's go." Unless you're scared, he's like, oh, yeah, "Nah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not." And his third eye goes, "Hello," and <laughs> but it, I will say it does look like they're going into the dark dimension. Like that's where 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 Dormammu resides. Yeah. Like she right. opens a portal to the dark dimension. Uh, but I did look it up. She's like, what the, was she in? Was she in another Marvel movie? No, this is her first appearance. Okay. I looked it up afterwards. She's, so she's like coming over from the Fast and the Furious. Right. She is the same character from Fast and <laughs> Furious. No, actually, she's there. She's her character from uh, Prometheus. I've got your child. <laughs> you will <laughs> do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I'll gosh. kill your firstborn Cypher? Doctor Strange. Is that her name? <laughs> I think so. Great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I looked it up after the fact. Apparently, she's, she's like, Snow White, right? She is not Snow. She's <laughs> the, the queen. She's, she's the, the queen. Witch. Yeah, thank you. That's what she is. That's what she That's is. That's what she's coming over. She's That's, like it's the Huntsman universe. Bathes in gold or something. You know, I've never seen either and of those Thor's movies. in there. He's just not right. Thor. He's a Huntsman. Oh my god. <laughs> that's it's, the other universe that they're split over to. Yeah, that's the well, other that's a multiverse. Disney movie, so it really could be that that's, way. Is it a Disney movie? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Maybe. I yeah. mean it's Snow White. I mean, how could they have really gave up their rights to that story? They don't own the rights to Snow White. <laughs> they don't? No. That's uh that's uh anyone can do Snow White. I think that's public domain. They just definitely did the iconic one. I could do a Snow White movie if I wanted. I'm gonna Google that. I'm you know, I think you. I will. I think I will make a Snow White and movie. I'm bleed up. <laughs> um, it's what universal. do you think? Uh, <laughs> what was a Universal movie? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember that. Dang it! So they're they're putting Universal <laughs> worlds into <laughs> here now. Well, that makes sense with Fast and the Furious. I still stand by it. All right, good. Kristen Stewart's gonna show up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, man. 
What do you think uh, Bruce Campbell waking up means for the cinematic universe? <laughs> I think that's shawarma, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it means nothing. Him looking, he broke the fourth wall and stared at us and s- proclaimed it's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I don't know. So mean. Yeah, it was really mean of Dr. Trains. just wanted to, do. to get paid for his food. Right. It was a really a reckless spell for Dr. Strange so to mean. use on a civilian in another universe. He was like, a, he's like a guest. He doesn't know what taboo he broke. Yeah. And he said, that I'm going to. That, that dude's killed a lot of evil dead. No kidding. That's the respect don't he gets. mess with him. Right. You're going to make Ash punch himself. But that, it's classic evil dead thing with his possessed hand or whatever. <laughs> um anyways um yeah cool all right i'm I'm glad we enjoyed it like overall i i would say we enjoyed it so that's good quibbles and gripes and problems aside we for the most part enjoyed it so what's next what big movies coming up next luke top gun is it that soon this weekend no way. No, you lie. You lie. Oh my god. You do no, not. Maybe it's next weekend. Oh my gosh. Firestarter this really weekend soon. for sure. Are you gonna see Firestarter? Probably not. <laughs> Why? Is it because it looks terrible? Because I don't have a movie pass and I have a child and I can barely get out to the theaters as it is. Right. It's May twenty seventh, so okay. two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks cool. We'll just have a regular old episode. We won't skip this one. It had the premiere like a week ago. Which is kind of weird to me. Like, it doesn't come out till May 27th, but you've already had the, like, big premiere and the big hoo-ha about it. Don't talk to me about hoo-ha. There is an early access showing on on Tuesday, the uh, 24th. I'm probably not going to go. But uh, I'm glad it's there. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. It's so long coming. Did they show that really long preview? out already. In your... uh, I... Have been trying not to watch previews of a lot of the stuff that's coming out. It's just like you know, I know I want to watch it at this point. I'd rather see fewer scenes. Well, yeah, but they showed like this big thing like in the theater, like before Doctor Strange in our theater. But it was like one of the first things to come on. It was like we got there a little late. Ah, you were lucky. I mean, movie looked good, but I don't want to see that. I don't want to see now a special look at Top Gun Maverick. No, 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 no. Fifty-five minutes of Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Chopped up and makes <laughs> the entire movie. Now, all the pivotal points of Top Gun Maverick. Excellent. <laughs> you want to see the part where Tom Cruise dies? Oh my God. <laughs> where he sacrifices himself for Goose's son or whatever. Jennifer Conley murders Tom Cruise. Oh my God. You know what? I've had enough. <laughs> I want to ride the motorcycle. Anyways, that's been an episode. Have a baby. I'm going to predict it right now. Really? And during in the movie? Absolutely. You think yep. they're just going to show the, the birth? Yep. No, Jordan. That's not what I mean. Do you think Tom Cruise is going to go method going and he's going to really like impregnate her? No, they're going to have had a child from Oh, before. like this is our child that's yeah. already born off screen. That's been been done raised. It's been done raised. <laughs> I hope you're right. I don't know why no I doubt. hope that, but there's no doubt. I just want you to be right is the main thing. Zero doubt. Okay, good. I'm really confident. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>